we welcome in Paula Finley to the program. Paula, you're with Kevin Carius and Lorianne Munzer. Welcome to Sports 1440. Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's good to hear your voice. We've obviously done a lot of interviews with you over the years, all in television with Global and ITV and everything back in the day. But um, good, yeah. good to hear your voice and, and thanks for coming on. So, I mean, Lorianne sort of uh, lined this up. So I'm going to just let Lorianne, you can carry the ball here for a little bit, Lorianne, and, for sure. and uh, let her rip. Right on. Well, welcome, Paula, to Sports 1440. It was, uh, I've always followed your career right from 16 when I first saw you racing in Canmore, and I thought, this is an athlete to watch. And totally, you have really grown within the sport. And talk to us about how did you get started? And the sprint Olympic distance is a little different than the 70.3 that you're doing now. So walk us through this. Yeah, well, first of all, thanks. Thank you for having me. It's I don't physically live in Edmonton anymore, but my family's all still there. And it's obviously where I grew up and got into the sport and went to university. So um, obviously a very special place to me. And yeah, it's good to talk to both of you. So um, I'm a triathlete for anyone who doesn't know. I went to the 2012 Olympics and as a 34 year old, I'm actually still competing as my job, which I never in a million years would have thought back as a 16 year old (laughs) that I'd be doing this almost 20 years later. But, um, yeah, triathlon is a really cool sport in that I went down the Olympic pipeline and raced as a junior, went to the Olympics, um, in the short course format and then transitioned kind of more to the half Ironman distance. And there's a really nice, um, sort of set up for athletes like me to be able to to transition to the longer course racing and make a job of it if you are fast enough and staying healthy and that's kind of been the key to me for me is to um, keep staying healthy and keep enjoying the sport and my partner Eric also races professionally so doing this together is a huge piece of why I'm still able to do it and um, yeah it's it's fun I moved to Oregon where it's a little bit better climate than Edmonton for training but uh, I really do miss Edmonton. <laughs> <laughs> well it's going to be plus eight here coming up this week so you could be training in end of January here in great conditions Paula. <laughs> yeah that's true hey it does really fluctuate yeah. but <laughs> the deep freeze is tough. It sure does uh, so take us back to 2010 when you became the first Canadian triathlete to win a world triathlon series event in London. Yeah, honestly, that that feels a bit like a lifetime ago for me. And um, I think that it was just as a junior, as a a kid in high school, I was all obsessed with triathlon. It's all I did. I didn't stay up late. I was just go to school, train. I had some talent, obviously, in the sport, but I had a really good work ethic. And when I went to my first senior race, um, I was kind of seated last like I had never done a race of that level before and racing all these Olympians and world champions that I looked up looked up to and um, I think I was fitter and faster than I ever believed I was and ended up you know the last lap of the run running with these idols of mine and I had this 800 meter kick that really played to my advantage in all these races I raced um, track with the U of A actually so I did have a little bit of speed in my legs at that age and that's how I won these big races. And yeah, in the last kilometer, I kind of Hmm. broke away without even really intending to. And um, yeah, I kept surprising myself again and again as like a 20 year old when I was winning these huge races and didn't really know how, but really looking back, it's just the the work that I put in as a kid (laughs) through the years in Edmonton. Yeah. Going back just into just what you were just talking about there, the belief part 
is just sometimes we don't understand that, but then just really opening up uh, at the end there, the 800-meter kick. You talked about the Olympic dream was inspired by Simon Whitfield, seeing him win silver in Beijing in 2008. And then you're on the stage, the elite stage, and yeah. you're, you're, you're winning. And how does that feel? And, you know, are you still connected with Simon? Yeah, I think, um, especially as a young athlete, it was really important to have an idol and someone to look up to in the same sport. And when I watched Simon win his medals at the Olympics, I was a competitive swimmer. I hadn't really done a triathlon yet, but I was swimming with the Keanu Swim Club in Edmonton. And having a swim background is a really good base for getting into the sport. And um, having Simon like alongside me for my journey personally was really important because he'd sort of been through it all and had the success and we both went to the 2012 Olympics together and I had the opportunity to train alongside him and I was very young compared to him at the time but I I learned a lot watching him and um, yeah I definitely still am in contact he's obviously retired from the sport but still involved in athletics and in triathlon so I I know he's like a good mentor I could go to for anything and uh, yeah it's just a it's important for anyone to have someone to look up to and I hope that I can could do that for other kids um, that want to go to the Olympics out of Edmonton or out of Canada in general for triathlon. Well you, you've been a fabulous role model there's no denying that as we speak with Paula Finley world champion triathlete and Edmontonian uh, now living in uh, Oregon on Sports 1440 Kevin Carey's Lorianne Munzer. So Paula out of the three disciplines in triathlon what came easier to you? What did you have to work at more than the other uh, events? <laughs> Uh, Well, I grew up swimming. My parents put me in swim club when I was pretty young. So that came fairly easy to me. And my parents are both pretty athletic. They were both runners. So I think through my swim fitness, I was able to kind of jump into running races throughout high school and junior high school and do pretty well at them without really doing any run training. So I think really the key to my success ultimately in triathlon was having this huge aerobic engine from swimming so much as a kid. And the bike, it kind of just um, got better as I got older. Like, I I was injured a lot as a kid running, so did put a lot more focus on the bike during those periods where I couldn't run. And that's kind of the beauty of triathlon is there's three completely different sports that really complement each other um, from an endurance perspective. So I kind of built this big engine on the bike when I wasn't able to run as much and then strung them all together and ultimately got kind of equally good at all of them. I don't have a strength, but they're all, they're all okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. When you're talking about the bike part, the one part that I wasn't aware of until all of a sudden I got the news with Canadian cyclists is that in 2022, you decided to race the Canadian national time trial championships. Walk us through what was that like? And and when did you decide, yep, I'm going to go for it. Yes. So um, I've been doing triathlon forever, it feels like, basically since I was a kid. And cycling is obviously a big part of the sport. And as uh, doing the half Ironman distance, I race on a time trial bike, so not a road bike. And it's an individual pursuit style race. And um, I was just curious to try something different. Like cycling is a completely different sport in a way in terms of the type of training, the type of power, the type of effort you have to put out in a time trial. It's a lot shorter than what I train for specifically in triathlon. And I thought it'd be interesting to kind of put myself up against 
pure cyclists and see where I stacked up. And in 2022, I won the Canadian TT Championships and then again in 2023. So I was um, put on the team for the World Championships and went to UCI Worlds in Glasgow this year for the time trial. So it was really cool to feel a little bit like a newbie again and a beginner at a sport when I've been doing racing for, you know, over 20 years. Um, and I loved it. I, I totally loved it. I would love to go back to the Olympics as a cyclist, but there's always like politics and things involved. It's not as easy as it sounds, but yeah, it was a really cool experience and I hope to do more of it this year as well. Is there a, go ahead. Is there a difference? Like you, you talked about the distance being a little different. What is the, what was the distance at the Canadian championships worlds? And then what are typically your distances? Uh, so the, the cycling distance is usually about 30 K it's not a set distance. So I, at nationals, it was a little bit shorter than it was at the world championships, but generally takes about 45 minutes. And the racing I do in triathlon is 80 or 90 K. So that takes over two hours. So you can imagine the difference of intensity for something that's less than half as short. And thankfully for me, I really like that type of like high power intensity effort. It spiced up my training a little bit. And I think ultimately helped me in triathlon to have that more high end power that I was training for, for the time trial. So it's different, but the same. And another huge difference is like the bike position that you're in, in a time trial, it's much more aggressive, much lower, much more uncomfortable because you only have to hold it for 45 minutes versus in a triathlon where it's sitting up, sitting up a little bit more and, uh, thinking about running off the bike, which is also different. <laughs> uh, Paula Finley, our guest on the Kevin Carey Show with Lorianne Munzer on Sports 1440. The number of times that you uh, were able to race in your hometown here in Horlack Park and um, how special were those events uh, that you were able to, you know, race in front of family and friends in Edmonton? Yeah, I think I'm a little bit spoiled because in 2007 I raced in Edmonton as a junior and I just kind of thought that was normal like oh I'm racing this big world event at home but it really is rare to race a huge event of like international caliber in your hometown so I'm super fortunate that Edmonton has this rich history in triathlon and people like Sheila O'Kelly and um, have just brought triathlon back again and again to Horlock Park so even up until 2022 I raced a big international PTO race in Edmonton and it's always so cool to be able to come back home and sleep in my own bed and all these luxuries that you don't experience when you're racing all over the world and have family and friends on the course is for sure a hometown advantage so I I hope there's more back there and it's um Horlack is a great venue to host it. I know it's closed right now, but hopefully when it reopens, it'll be um, even better for hosting triathlons. Did you feel more pressure uh, when you were racing at home? Yeah, for sure. I think pressure is kind of a privilege. Um, when you have pressure, it means that you're, you really care about something and you have expectations of yourself and other people might have expectations of you and, um, having family there, like eyes on watching me in real life versus on a TV screen feels different. But, um, it also is nice that family supports you no matter what, and your friends don't really care what place you come in. So, um, yeah, it's a different feeling racing at home. And I try not to let that pressure affect me in a negative way when I'm, when I'm on course in Edmonton, <laughs> use it to fuel me instead. When you're talking about fueling you, I know that we talk a lot here on the show about mindset. How important is it? Like you're an individual athlete in three disciplines. How important and key is mindset to preparation before and then at the event on race day? 
Yeah, mindset has become important, like even increasingly more important as I do this in my later stages of my career. Um, I have a lot more experience than I had 10 years ago and a lot more, you know, things to fall back on when I'm struggling. But um, having the three sports, I think, has really been the reason I can do this for so long. It spices up the training. It mixes it up. If I'm injured in one sport, I can do another. And it's a little bit um, like a puzzle to put it all together in the right way. And I'm really lucky to have a great coach that I trust and who writes my program. So I don't have to think too much about how to put the pieces together, but um, it is really a collaborative relationship and I need to give feedback and the coach needs to, you know, put out the best plan possible to make me fast. So it's, right. it's cool. It's kind of been like an evolving process and mindset from when I was a younger athlete, but there's no way I could still be doing the sport if I hadn't like learned lessons along the way and implemented them in what I'm currently doing. Might have to get Laurie on, on the, you know, riding side by side with you, doing some bike work. I would love that. Yeah, no, I I remember watching you, Laurie when I was young at the 2020, 2004 Olympics. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that the right year? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been cool to have so many, like, Edmontonians on the world stage, so. Yeah, very, well, we are the city fun. of champions, and That's you're one true. of them as well. So You know, it's it's funny, uh, Paul, every time, like, when Laurie co-hosts, she gets guests like, you know, I think we're probably up to eight or nine Olympic gold medals and then world medals like yourself and yes. championships yeah. and things like that. It's, it's, it's hard to keep track with the success, I guess you could say of all the, the great athletes that we've had on. And as you said, you're one of them and it's, you must be so proud to be from Edmonton with the, the history and all the great athletes that have come, come through here and are from here. Yeah, totally. Especially in summer sports. I think sometimes in the dead of winter, it seems impossible to train for a summer sport in Edmonton, but the facilities are awesome. I was at the Kinsman Sports Center for like my entire childhood. So it's, it really is cool that such mm-hmm. really strong athletes can come out of uh, kind of a city that's known more for its winter, but obviously the summers are really beautiful. And uh, yeah, I think there's like three triathlon Olympians that have come out of Edmonton, which is cool since there's only been in the Olympics since 2000. So <laughs> it's a good percentage of people. We have a text uh, here uh, from Tiger. It says, uh, hi, guys, that's a great interview. To ask her if she knows Heather Fear out of Stony Plain, many-time Ironman champion. Yeah, of course. Heather is uh, – it's cool because she was a champion in Ironman, and that's kind of the distance that I'm moving up to now. So Heather's still very involved with the athlete liaison uh, side of triathlon. So I talk to her a lot through email and she's at a lot of the events and yeah, it's, it's cool to have her still involved in the sport for sure. So like, what's the next, uh, I guess, couple of years look for you? Like, what are your goals? What, what do you want to do? What are your dreams still here in the sport and what do you want to accomplish? <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy that I'm still doing this. I mean, mm-hmm. thankfully at this stage, I'm able to make a living at it, which is which is really nice. And there's um, a new, or, relatively new organization called the Professional Triathlete Organization. They're putting on a series this year with the top 16 athletes in the world racing head-to-head six to eight times throughout the year. So that's my prim- primary focus. There's good financial motivation, but also just racing the best several times a year. That's kind of been something that's missing in triathlon and I get to do that this year and uh, in 2022 I was second at the world championships so being that close to the top made me realize it's very possible for me to win that race so every year I go into the season thinking I'd like to win the 70.3 world championships and that's my goal this year too. (laughs) We're going to be watching all of us and you've embarked on another adventure that triathlon life can you tell us what that's about? 
Yeah, me and my partner, Eric, we have, it sort of started as a YouTube channel and it still exists as that, but it sort of blossomed into a podcast and an apparel company and really a community of people that race in our kid and wear our logo at races. And um, we started it during COVID when we were a little bit bored and there were no races to do. And it's evolved into something that really could be our full-time job if we wanted it to be. But um, in this age, it's like social media is so much more important than it used to be. When I started triathlon, there was Twitter didn't even exist yet. So (laughs) we've sort of used the new platforms to leverage ourselves and market ourselves and make our sponsors happy. And it's a huge part of what we do. So if you want to follow our journey, it's um, called That Triathlon Life on YouTube. There's a podcast. And then on Instagram, it's my name, Paula Finley. And we post a lot of photos and videos about our journeys and our racing. So if it's interesting, then you can follow there. <laughs> it's so wonderful catching up with you, Paula. Um, you're such an, uh, a great ambassador for our city and sport. And uh, just uh, truly, truly appreciate you coming on. And best of luck uh, in future endeavors. Uh, really thankful that you were able, able to hop on with, uh, with us this morning. Thank you. We'll yeah, I will, I will never say no to an Edmonton interview. So thank you so much for asking me. <laughs> well, we'll we'll uh, we'll see how the next little bit uh, kind of shakes down as far as uh, events that you go in, and then we'll uh, we'll do this again in a few months. How's that sound? Oh, that sounds great. Thank uh, you so much. Okay. Thanks, Paula. That's Paula Finley. Yeah. World champion triathlete. Triathlete doesn't uh, get any better than that.